Alrighty, this is Stone uh, Sports Podcast with three friends from college bullshitting about sports. Um, let's get into uh, just random sports news. Uh, Dustin Johnson absolutely stroked it at the Masters, breaking the record negative 20. Uh, would love to see Tiger win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm not mad at DJ winning. Yeah, no, that was insane. Me. That was insane. Yeah, you definitely got to tip the cap to Johnson on that. I mean, shooting 20 under at any course is insane, but especially at the match. Oh, yeah. I played a PGA Tour thing, like, when I got back from your place, Luke. Yeah. And, like, and my shit was on, like, pretty easy. I couldn't even shoot 20 under. I'm like, how the fuck? Dude, I shot, like, 36 under on that shit. It was so easy. Just kidding, not 36, but. Yeah, but, like, especially, like, when the. Like, the third day hits, you know, that's when all the nerves set in. Like, Johnson's already in one, you know. Usually, like, you see guys start to fall off then. Yeah. Hits. No keeping that pace is insane. He set, like, a bunch of records for, like, not just that final score. Like, most, like, I can't even, I don't even know what they were, but it was a lot. He was just in his element. Um. Into other news, Theo Epstein uh, resigned from the Cubs. That's a bad day to be a Cubs fan. Jack, I'll let you talk about that one. Yeah, I was I was pretty sad when I heard the news of Theo leaving. I'm for so much like as much as he did for the Cubs, turning them around and breaking the curse. But yeah, Andy broke the curse for the Red Sox, and it's like like, uh, he's, like we need this guy. He was great. Yeah, I think I think. Well, he said in his farewell uh, message that he's going to take a year off baseball. I guess probably, like, all the stress and stuff. Like, the Cubs are a big market team. Everyone, like, <laughs> that follows baseball or not even following baseball knows who the Chicago yeah. guys are. So you can- especially the, the year, two that they had. There's probably a lot of stress on him. Um, NBA free agency, huge week for that. Chris Paul and James Harden kind of took over. On that, um, Chris Paul to the uh, Suns, and the Thunder end up having 17 draft picks now after that Horford trade <laughs> for the next what was it like six years? Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. A couple drafts are just going to be all Pelicans and Thunder drafting. It's going to be ridiculous. Oh, exactly. I think that um. That I I don't think Harden on Nets will be. I don't think it's gonna be good. Cause you you talk about the Warriors being like Kyrie, like when not Kyrie when they had Curry and all those guys. Curry and Clay are pretty unselfish guys, but Kyrie and Harden are just big problems. You look back at the Rockets, think everybody that wanted out of there, you got kind of got to cycle back to Harden, cause Dwight Howard wanted out, Chris Paul wanted out, Westbrook wants out. I mean, I think it's, it's got to be pointing back to Harden, you would think. And Kyrie's not the best guy to get along with, I guess. It's hard to get along with him. See, but... I think Harden kind of gets shit on. But, I mean, in his offense, like, he was forced to be the guy at all times. And, like, when they didn't have D'Antoni, like, Harden averaged almost triple-double in the season. Like, he – like, what he played point guard that year and – like, he did fine, like, as that role. Like, yeah. He has to give it up to other people. But you I still mean, got, like, the guys with the highest usage rates all on the same team. It's just I don't know how it's going to gel. Especially you're getting rid of, like, key pieces like Levert and them 
probably and yeah um i mean i think that's all i got for news outside of football so let's get into our week 10 recap um first game we have was titans colts and the colts just dominated this game with special teams and i mean i made a philip rivers take that like every quarterback should be able to throw against a bad secondary but i mean i think the texans show like how useless they really are on defense this year (laughs) yeah no kidding colts though oh my god philip rivers jack your boy (laughs) <laughs> Lucky three game. Two for three oh eight. You said he's gonna yeah, he's gonna be Phil Rivers. He's gonna turn it over. Three oh eight and a touchdown. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I mean, usually if Philip Rivers steps on a field, uh there's also always a couple interceptions heading the other way. But <laughs> three oh eight for a touchdown. Uh Naeem Hines had a great game for the Colts, actually. I think he put twenty something fantasy points, but yeah, looking at the stats here, Pittman had a big day for the Colts. Tannehill went through for a buck forty-seven. So, I guess against that Titans team, though, like if you can get if you can get up on them and force them to go like veer away from the running game, then you definitely have a big shot at winning. Because like if if you just make Tannehill drop back and try and throw it across the yard, it's going to be a rough day for the Titans. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Um... Next game we have Browns Texans. Browns win ten to seven, and Bradley Chubb or not Bradley Chubb, Jesus, um, Nick Chubb at the end of the game steps out at the one yard line to prevent the Browns from covering. Um, I'm just gonna take that as a win. I know I got the Browns this game. I like to pick the Browns. That thank God I didn't bet actually actual money on this. <laughs> that game looked like the Bears playing out there. <laughs> but I, it was it was bad weather though. You know we gotta give him that. It was shitty weather. But Chubb, yeah, running out of bounds. I hate having him on my fantasy team. If it was close, but the yeah, other than that, yeah, Browns just kind of pulled away, I guess. Somehow. Yeah, and I mean this is back to back weeks of bad weather for the Browns. So obviously, what they put up, I think it was like ten points back to back games, which everyone's like, oh, like. Yeah. I mean, like, that offense is looking like shit right now, but you got to grant it, it was bad weather. Um, Nick Chubb, having Nick Chubb back for the Browns is huge for him because they, they did whatever they wanted on the run game. But, oh, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, him and Hunt had huge games. Yeah. They both ran for 100. If the, Browns, if the Browns can run like that against anyone, like, they might be, a like, a shot for, like, the wild card if they'd make it. But yeah. they, they are 6-3, and three, so who knows, I guess. Well, and I'm looking at this right now. There was three total points in the first three quarters of this game. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was the last quarter. Um, next game we have right, for the next game we got Lions against Washington football team. Matthew Stanford um, ends up pulling it out, winning thirty to twenty-seven. Um, he had a huge game: two seventy-six, three tutties. Yeah, Alex Smith though. Is 728 days since his last start, and he came in through for 390. Didn't have a touchdown or anything, but hi, that's pretty good. Pretty good day for him. Terry McLaurin is just tearing it up. Oh he's yeah, yeah, just all year. all year. Last year, he's just killing everyone right now. But Lions Prater 59 yarder. Oh yeah, I forgot about that from the cheap seats. <laughs> from the cheap seats. Literally, though, like, Prater rolled out of bed and hit that the nosebleeds. 
But, <laughs> I mean, Smith had a big day. Like, you cannot root for Alex Smith just after the things he went through. Oh, but, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was tough. It was a tough loss for the football team. But, you know, it was probably for the best. Hopefully, they lose out and get a good pick. But, I mean, the line – Yeah. Both those good teams, loss. I mean, none of them – neither of them have good records. But, like, both of those teams are I, – I, I think both teams at least are probably better. I mean, I guess Lions at four and five. But I'd say, like, Washington's like a four and five football team. Like, if, if Smith started all year and, likes playing the way he is, like, they're, they're not a bad team in the NFC East. And who knows with that division. What about, what about deep ball Dwayne, Jack? Yeah, who cares? Um, next next game we got Packers twenty four to twenty on the Jags. Like I know it was like pretty shitty weather in Green Bay, but I mean on a fourteen points red, the I mean thank God I didn't bet on the Packers this game. Yeah, for real. The Jags though, James Robinson again. It's every week. The only guy that he's the only guy that got a carry in that game for them. No one else, not even the quarterback. He's the only guy that got any rush yards or anything. Did it by himself, but Packers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's tough. Obviously, Devontae Adams, they're just, they're being the Packers, though. They're going to pull that game out. Yeah, this is definitely, it was definitely surprising just because I think the Packers, or the Packers were, they were losing late and then they scored a touchdown at the end. But, yeah, it was it was definitely shocking to see, but the Packers pulled out. The, the Packers always have those games, though, where, like, they're obviously the dominant team, but they're, they kind of play to the level of their competition sometimes, unless it's, like, a division game when they, like, shit on their opponents. But, yeah, I mean, the Packers pulling another Packers. I still think they're at least in, in the top running for uh, oh, FC. 100%. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you guys like realize this, but it feels like all year almost people who are expected to win by like a shit ton of points or win at all. Like, I feel like it's almost like it's anybody's game this season. I feel like the good teams they end up pulling it out, but you're right at that close. It's always close, though. Yeah, Not I mean upsets necessarily, but yeah, like if I was actually betting money in all these games this year, I'd be. I'd be in jail because I'd just be completely broke. I wouldn't own shit. <laughs> um, next we got Eagles Giants. Danny Dimes finally beats a team that's not from Washington, and I mean he did it on the ground and through the like through the ground. He led the Giants in rushing yards with sixty-four yards and a touchdown. And Carson Wentz just continues to be really bad and. <laughs> This division, every time they play, I just laugh the entire time I talk about them. I th- the Giants are three and seven, but they are not a bad football team. You look at all their losses are literally by ten, except they got blown up by the Niners. But otherwise, it's all within ten points. All their losses yeah. this year, and it's like the Bucks beat them by two. Bears when they were actually playing good. Steelers only beat them by ten. Like, they're right in every game. I think they're better than what people think they are, actually. Danny Dimes is a better quarterback than what people give him credit for. They don't have Saquon either. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Luke. I know this might this might come off as a hot take, but uh, I don't know. Like, I think I might pick the Giants to, like, come out of the NFC East because Eagles 3-5-1, and one, Giants 3-7. and seven, And the Giants are starting to get kind of, like, a, a little rhythm going. I think they're – they're starting to figure out how to play uh, 
football without Saquon Barkley, and like the defense hasn't been doing bad as of recent. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's yeah, that's an easy possibility too. Almost, I mean, I think the Washington football team just a game behind both of these teams too. Like, I don't know, it's it's really anybody's right now. Um. Next game, we have Bucks panthers and the Bucks almost drop a 50 ball on the Panthers. I couldn't really see this coming because the Panthers played so good last week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you guys can take it away from here. Bucks when they're hot, I don't think you're stopping them. They have too many weapons. The only team that really has those guys, guys that can match up with them are the Chiefs, like offensively. But Panthers need McCaffrey. I mean, they're just not the same team without him. I knew Brady wasn't going to let this happen last week happen again, though. They weren't losing this week at all. Yeah, this was my bet on the farm game. It was Bucks by six. Captain just blew that out of the water. But, I mean, going along with Luke here, if the Bucks are hot, like, good luck stopping them. It's just the thing with the Bucks is you don't know which Bucks team is going to show up because they've been, they've been looking like a Super Bowl, like, contender every other game, but then also, like, the other games, when they're not showing up to play, they just look terrible, and you're like wonder like how they're doing this bad with the pieces they have. Tony Brown's starting to get some get in the mix too. Now he had the most receptions, second most. Yeah, top don't games. get too horny. Just wait, just wait till he doesn't get receptions and he fucking cries off the team. <laughs> just wait, I'm, I'm calling it. I know it. Panthers had 65 he just got charged with something. That, yeah, like, he'll be, it he'll wasn't be retained fine. to the Bucks, but just wait, he won't be able to play. He'll be fine. Can't wait. <laughs> um, Raiders Broncos. I mean, I know we're a Drew Lock podcast and everything, but that was a really tough game to watch. Drew Lock playing. Um, he did score the the most scored. I mean, points they scored in any quarter. They did score him in the fourth quarter. It was only six, but I mean, Drew Lock's on two fifty seven and a touchdown. So, <laughs> but yeah, that Raiders running game just tore them to pieces. Yeah, what a, what a farm game to bet on. Jeez, <laughs> oh my god, Drew Lock can only throw against prevent defense. I don't think he can throw against the actual defense, but which you hate to see it how much we love the guy. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, that run game just tore into pieces. It was horrible. And they just – Drew Locke just disappointed me. I'm just disappointed in him. Expect better out of you, especially when I pick you for to win the farm. To put my farm on that game. Now I'm out two farms. Yeah, so Luke, <laughs> Jack, Jack still has his farm and so do I. We're no, you guys don't – you guys are uh, even. You haven't days. got your farm back yet. <laughs> yeah, when the Raiders can run the ball like that, they're definitely they're definitely a scary team. Like, I mean, they're sitting at six and three right now, so they're obviously in contention. But it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me seeing them come off as like a wild card because I mean, the Chiefs are going to win that division. I think we all know that unless yeah. something bad and unless something blows up. But the Raiders six and three, like Derek Carr is having an alright year. Josh Jacobs was having a hell of a year, but if, if they can run the ball, they can compete with anybody. That's for sure. Um, next we're going to Dolphins Chargers. Um, this was Herbert versus Tua. They both pretty much had the same stats: two touchdowns for like a buck eighty. I mean, pretty much. 
Um, Dolphins win 29-21, and Dolphins covered spread. Tua's legit. That's all I got to say. He is – he doesn't make mistakes. That's what you want in a quarterback, not make mistakes. Their defense is great. Coach is great. They're six and three. I know Jackson all all about these Dolphins all year, too, and he hates Herbert, so I bet he was loving this game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I am I'm a big Dolphins guy this year, actually. But, I mean, there's one thing for sure, and that defense is definitely legit. With the Bills, I guess the Bills are only a half game up at 7-3, and three, but most likely the Bills will come out in this division. But, I mean, the 6-3 and three Dolphins, they're definitely gaining momentum right now on a three-game win streak, I believe, or three or four. But, yeah. Once Tua starts to get like more and more involved in the system, like obviously the playbook's a little bit limited for his first couple starts, but I think they'll be scary. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of like shitting on Tua after his first start, and last two weeks he definitely made me regret it. So, um, Next game, by far the most entertaining game this week, the Bills versus Arizona Kylers. We have Cole Pam Beasley, the receptionist, with 109 yards and a touchdown. And then your boy Kyler comes down with a minute left, bombed to D-hop, and everybody else knows the rest. Uh, Hail Murray, that's all, that's all it is. Hail Murray, Hail Murray. <laughs> no, Bill, Bill's definitely outplayed in that game. It's just because you lose on a – uh, freaking hail mary! Like Bill, Bill's outplayed them all game. Josh Allen looked good. The, no defense really. I mean, thirty-two, thirty. Not a whole lot of defense there. But Kyler Murray is just showing out. D Hop, I love his um post game. He was just all for it. He was all that coverage was there, but it was just better catch by eye. I'm like, geez, what a what a what a quote. <laughs> yeah, I think one thing to note actually in this game is uh. Kenyon Drake ran for 100 yards, which he's following <laughs> Kenyon Drake all year. He's about – he's running for a lot less than 100 yards. Fans uh, <laughs> love to see that. Yeah, he's usually averaging around 30 to 40. But, yeah, they ran the ball well that game. I, I agree with, your, with Luke here. They had no right to um, win that game. As the Bills just looked consistent the entire game, the Cardinals kind of turned it on in the second half. But Kyler's a dog. There's not much to it, though. Two rushing touchdowns again by him. It's like he's <laughs> so many. Um, oh, another thing to talk about is the spread on this game that we had was one and a half. In the Bills, instead of kicking the field goal, I mean the extra point, and not the Bills, the uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. Instead of kicking the extra point, they decided to not cover the spread. And <laughs> Luke, I bet you took the Cardinals on this game. That's that's just that's yep. got to burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's tough, but, you know, I don't really care. My Kyler took a dub. Um, Next game, we got Rams-Seahawks. Um, I talked about the Rams before I picked Seahawks, saying how well they play against them. And, I mean, their defense showed up. I mean, Russell Wilson did not look like MVP at all. And I think this game really tarnished his, like, position, like, in doing that. So, I mean, we got to give it to the Rams for just coming out and playing, especially against Seahawks team that just came off a loss. So I figured they would turn it around. But, I mean. Yeah. 
Ram- J- Ramsey is so good. He, I saw last 30 routes on DK, four targets, two catches, only 28 yards for DK. And people think he's a god, DK, but Ramsey has his number right now. You're one of them. DK? Yeah, you're one of them. Dude, I said on the last um, the, one of the podcasts, I said this, Calvin Johnson stuff's got to stop. TK. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, I'll give that to you. He's good. Oh, he's good. But I mean, Ramsey has his number. Thirty routes ran. He only got four t- targets, two catches. Like, but this D- Rams defense is—they don't have an offense really. It's just all their defense, and they have a better offense than the Bears. I'll give them that. But no, it's their defense that's bringing them. These Seahawks got two losses in a row now. Yeah. What is this? Like four or five picks in Russ's. Uh... Last two games, I mean, he's definitely showing that he's human right now. And, yeah, with these past two games, with – I mean, the bigger part, both of them being lost to Steel, I think it uh, – Patty uh, Patrick Mahomes moves up a spot, and I would take him as a favorite for the MVP right now. I'm with you. That's yeah. fair. I mean, um, this whole – got is Saints-Niners. The Saints covered the spread 27-13. to 13. Uh, Famous Jameis comes in. And, I mean, he really didn't do much. But then that Drew Brees coming out, he'll be back in two weeks, I heard. But broken ribs and a punctured lung. Um, at least we're getting it back this year, though. Alvin Kamara, huge game. Three touchdowns. I had him on fantasy this week. I couldn't be happier. He single-handedly carried my team to a W this week. Yeah, I'd love to see James Winston slinging the ball again back on the field. I mean – I don't know if you guys are big fans of James Winston, but I know I am. Yeah. And we might be a James Winston podcast, too. I don't know. I don't know if Jack that is, but the Niners got to run for more than 49 yards. That's literally what they do is run the ball. They only ran for 49 yards in this game, and you're not going to beat the Saints like that. If you your best option on offense, you only 49 yards. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Luke. If the 49ers can't run the ball, they're definitely in some trouble. But I'd have to agree with you on uh, Winston. Uh, we're a Winston podcast. Yes. Let's go. Ever since, ever, ever since Winston started eating a W, I mean, <laughs> that's all I need to see Jam- Jameis Winston fan. I know he gets clowned for it, but I'm big on someone who eats Ws and steals crab legs. <laughs> love it. You love it. Okay. Um, next game, my Steelers. All right. I'll 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 let you guys talk and then I'll just see what dumb shit you guys have to say about this game. <laughs> this is, overall this is a huge win for the Steelers, I thought, because the Bengals have given some good teams some trouble this year. But <laughs> I know Jack was a little triggered about this. James Conner just not getting the ball and they're up by so much. They had forty four rush yards. They just kept passing. I, it's like they wanted to kill these guys and they did. Obviously, but geez. Yeah. I mean, looking back at it, looking at the highlights, like they were just absolutely torching the Bengals secondary. So they're like, might as well roll with the hot hand here. Big Ben. And Big Ben had a great game, actually. It's probably one of the first times uh, the, the Steelers actually look like an undefeated football team. <laughs> but I mean, like, they're I agree. solid. I'm not going to lie. But that receiving core all had a big day. Like Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith, and Claypool. Like, if they can keep that going, that's definitely like hard for defenses to scheme who to stop, you know, because there's always going to be one of them. So, but well, yeah, right. so, so uh, good wait, just, just wait. You got Tyree Kill, 
Calvin John, Johnson. Calvin Johnson, whatever the hell he called Juju. Well, it's just Juju. I mean, he's <laughs> on himself. Um, so I'll take the reins here. Um, I think this is a huge foreshadowing game for about what's happened the rest of the year. In our shout-out to the Steelers OnlyFans group chat, we talk about how the Steelers will have drives where they run the ball three times in a row and it gets them nowhere. I think they realize when they use their actual weapons out on the corners, they are they're an insane team. Like, I mean, if you look at all our film of like in close games, we end up winning the game at the end of the at in the fourth quarter by throwing the football. And I think if they just do that more consistently, like they I honestly we could go undefeated this year, especially since what happened in this next game when I talk about Ravens Patriots. The Patriots just shocked the shit out of me, I can tell you that. And it's a battle of the two quarterbacks in the league that I hate more than like anybody. And Lamar Jackson in the rain. Yeah, right. They're not winning shit. Um I think Cam's starting to get back on his feet though. I mean, he only had he only threw like 118 yards and touchdown. But yeah, he's starting he's to get back. Shit, don't don't. He's get starting to get back from when he first came back from his COVID. He was horrible, absolutely terrible. I mean, he's starting he to get still it is. He's not <laughs> as bad. He's starting to get his get his feet back under him a little bit. He's getting there. His wide receiver had just as many touchdown passes as he did this game. Yeah, <laughs> Kobe <laughs> Meyer. Let's talk. about Hey, he was he was drafted as a quarterback, or I don't know if he's drafted as a quarterback, but then the Patriots switched him to a wide receiver. They, and they have more, they have more quarterbacks in the receiving core than they do actually under center. <laughs> Jeez, hey, I think I think I don't I don't know I could be wrong, but does Cam have more MVPs than Big Ben? Oh, uh, does Ben have more Super Bowls than Cam? <laughs> <laughs> he's been in the league a little bit longer, but. Oh yeah, okay. That, teams that's win, why. teams win Super Bowls, players win MVPs. Yeah, and Cam Newton fumbles football in clutch <laughs> opportunities. So, yeah, I'm gonna fall uh, inside in this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Big Ben's a better quarterback, but I think he does have more girls raped than Cam Newton. And Cam Newton has more stolen computers than Ben Roethlisberger. So. <laughs> We all have a little everybody's baggage jack. He didn't steal that computer. He didn't steal a computer. That's a legend too. God, yeah, but I'll, I'll give I'll give my <coughs> I, mean, I know we talked about it last week, how the Ravens are all are a little even though I mean the record's set six and three right now, but they are limited with their offense and I don't think it'll make or um they'll make it as far just with the limitations to that. And that definitely uh Proved its point uh, this week, as we're saying. What Lamar? I mean, he didn't throw for two forty nine, but they just they couldn't run the ball either. They're just they're not they're not playing like they were as of last year. But it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. All right, I've been really looking forward to this, and people get ready for just absolute shit show for probably the next hour because there's so much shit to talk about this game. Vikings Bears, Vikings win nineteen to thirteen. Uh, do you want me to go first, or do you guys want to take it? I just want to point that you pick, you say this game for last for on purpose. Well, yeah, because it's Monday night game. I think if we would have played at noon, you still would have said. I it. went. I went in order. Probably went. I started with Thursday night football, then I went noon games, and I do this every week. 
All right, Joe, how about you start it off? Because I'll be going for a while. Yeah. All right, bet. So, I'll go in the middle. I'll go in the middle. Let me go through what happened in the first half. Nick Foles, every time he threw the ball, the guy in the booth had to show how Nick Foles made the wrong decision. It was every – I don't know if you noticed this, but it was every single time Nick Foles threw the ball. He's like, well, shouldn't have thrown at him. I heard multiple times, oh, Moody is wide open. My second point, I saw this highlight tape of your Bears receivers absolutely burning corners. Where's the ball at? Not in their hand, or it's way over their head. <laughs> the, what's another thing you got to say? Oh, the Bears, like, watching them play, like, I swear to God, I feel so bad for you, and I've said it every week of this podcast, because they give you so much hope during every game. Like, it, like whether it's your special teams or defense, they just show so much hope, but then they break your heart at the end, and, like, I just – it's just every time something bad happens, all you can do is laugh because you, like, feel like an idiot for thinking that they're going to figure shit out. But, like, I mean, that's what I got to say about this week. Yeah, that um, that kick return that Patterson had, I think, was more almost more yards than Foles threw for. So, that's – that's a good sign when your special teams is doing that, I guess. That's a, the bright side. Our special teams is looking Wait, pretty good. Wait, did you just say that's a good sign? <laughs> it was a joke. Okay, all right. I mean, it's a good sign for the special teams. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, special teams getting basically doing it all. For, special teams and defense. I think our offense has it flipped. Like, oh, I think they just have it in their mind that maybe the def- the defense is going to score the points, and it's just backwards. I don't know what's going on with that, but I think when Trubisky gets back, I think he needs to be in the game because Foles is. Oh my God! I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to begin. Cordero Patterson's a running back. I just so many things wrong with this game. We had like 14 yards total in that second half. It was horrible. Jack, you go. I'm done. I'm done with this. I shit. can't wait to hear right. this. <clears throat> Here we go. I've been I've been waiting all <laughs> two days for this bad boy, but you know I'm sitting there watching the game, you know, chilling with the boys, and it gets about to the second drive, and I'm already on, you know, standing up doing some shoulder warm ups, uh, loosen up the cannon because I'm like Jesus, put, put me in the fucking game here. Oh, um, you know I haven't played football in a while, but I can still sling the ball better than fucking Nick Foles, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm like, so, then, you know, the Bears can't throw the ball. So, let's put a 6-4 kick returner at running back because that's for every team in the past has done that. I don't see what's wrong with that. Shut up, Luke. <laughs> and, yeah, Cordell Patterson had a 104 kick return, full through for 106. Like, that's just – I mean, if you want one stat to sum up the Bears, then that's that stat right there. <laughs> we beat him in kick return yards. Like, like we yeah. said, like – Playing for the Bears defense has to be on in a top three most depressing job in America. Just knowing your offense will not score and knowing that you're probably the best chance of the team scoring playing defense. I, I don't know how any of those defense players haven't signed up to go into like a mental institute yet. But. <laughs> like you you think the you get like you think the defense I just it sucks for him. The offense had 149 total yards. Like, they're just on the field constantly. Akeem Hicks had to get hurt. That doesn't help the case at all. 
Yeah, if, if, if there are any Bears fans, I bet there are uh, listening to this podcast right now. My uh, like key advice to you here is set the bar low. Come in. Come into the game. Know that the offense won't score and we won't win, and then you won't be disappointed. That's me, my mindset for the rest of the year, and it's probably going to fall through. Yeah, Nagy, Nagy gives the reins to the offense coordinator this game. He's like, you know what? You try calling the plays. Let's see how that works. That – I don't know if that worked. We got to find something out on play calling or something. All right, Joe, take her away. I'm, I'm done. Well, we're done. We're done with this. I got, I got one more thing to say, and this was pretty much a summary of the game in two plays. The Bears get an interception. The Bears go out on offense. The Bears throw another interception just right away. It was bang, bang, bang. Just <laughs> that was the yeah. game. Yeah. So now week 11 picks. Hopefully this will be a better week. We have a pretty interesting Thursday night game. Cardinal Seahawks. Seahawks are minus three. I mean, uh, shit. Cardinals are. Or yeah, Seahawks minus three. Yeah, I, I'm on. Wait, you gonna pick Joe? Um, I'll I'll take Cardinals here. Cards. I. <laughs> I'd hate to do this, Kyler Murray, buddy. But I'm going to go Seahawks because Seahawks are coming off two in a row. And Cardinals already beat them once. Can't see. It's hard to beat a good team twice. I just don't see it happening again. I'm going to go Seahawks. Yeah, this is definitely a tough game to bet on because you look at Russ's last two games. They've been shitty performances. But you go, it's against the Bills defense and the Rams defense, who are <laughs> obviously a lot better than the Cardinals. But uh, this is a tough – I mean, in Seattle Thursday night – Cardinals are hot. Seattle's Carson. Chris Carson's back, uh, I believe. Carson, yeah, I think he is back. But I heard um, Lockett might miss because he did not practice today. And we're recording this as of Wednesday. So he did not practice today. So that is definitely a concern. But I'm going to take I'm gonna take Arizona. In this. I mean, might as well follow the bouncing ball here, as my <laughs> teacher told me last year. So I'm just going to ride ride the wave, and I'm going uh, to take Arizona. Kyler Murray proved me wrong. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Drop me a 30 while you're at it, too, in fantasy. Um, next game, we got Patriots-Texans, one and a half. I'm going to take Patriots here. I'm going to go with the Pats because Cam Newton is getting better every week. God, so. Jesus. I mean, he didn't even have a good game last week. And, I, like, yeah, they, they won, but I don't they think they won. They, he won. I he, he might have not had a good game, but he had a better game than the last game. He's just getting there. Wow. It's a process. You, hey, it's a process. Luke, it's Wednesday. You should not be absolutely sloshed right now. Like, what? <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know why you make that take. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Whatever. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. If we're looking at this at a uh, statistical standpoint here, he did throw for more yards than Nick Foles. So, <laughs> about, about I, a lot, I, but, I threw for uh, more yards than Nick Foles this week. Yeah, literally. I, I could sit at home and throw for about the same amount of yards as Nick Foles. But I'm going to take, take the Pats in this game. Just their defense is um, starting to heat up a little bit. That run game, actually, Damian Harris is having him. He's balling. 
good rookie season. So I'm I'm gonna take the Pats. Can't be sleeping on Rex Burkhead either. The past oh, yeah. been bad. Let me get a quick fantasy take in. I love have that guy. Harris and I like didn't really watch this game that much, but then I hear, oh, Damon Harris is having a huge game. I'm like, well, sweet. Well, actually, he only had 12 points because when they get down to the goal line, they either give it to Cam or Rex Burkhead. So I don't think I'm ever going to start Damon Harris just because they're never going to reward him for absolutely carrying their team. Hey, don't sleep on Rex. Come on now. Oh, yeah. T-Rex, he's a monster (laughs) on the goal line. (laughs) All right. Next game, Falcons-Saints. We didn't get to see the Falcons play last week, but Saints are minus five. Um, I'm going to let you guys talk because I'm kind of torn on this pick because the Falcons have looked better in recent games, but – and they have two weeks to think about this game. What's your yes, I, I think Slant Boy is not going to do too hot this game because Winston likes to air it out. And I don't know if Sean Payton and Winston are going to be on the same page on that because Sean Payton's had Breeze for the last couple of years and, just, and Slant Boy, too, running them slants. Just And Winston likes to air it out, but I still think that the Saints are going to do this because their defense is pretty solid. And Winston is a good quarterback. I think they're going to figure it out. Sean Payton's a good coach. You still have Kamara. I think Saints are going to pull this out. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you here, Luke. I'm going to go Saints. I was, as Joey said, a little torn on this, but as you were talking, I'm like, hey, I'm like Kamara's going to have a crazy game. Like, Winston – I don't think he'll like throw like he did for the Bucks, just because it's his first game starting on a new team. He'll probably be more of a game manager, but that defense is definitely legit. So I'm gonna take the Saints minus five in this. Um, Calvin Ridley is still questionable. Um, Saints with Jameis and I'm. I think we're gonna have a hat trick here. I'm gonna have to go with Saints. Um, yeah, I think they played fine last week, so. And I mean, knowing the Falcons, they they can they're either gonna get blown out or they're gonna win this game. I think so. Um, next game, Titans Ravens minus six and a half. I think we'll probably all go Ravens here. The Titans really just in the past few weeks have just been, I mean, mediocre at best. I can't believe it's a six and a half though. Like six and a half. I'm still gonna. I think I'm still gonna go Ravens. But six and a half seems like a lot for this game. I don't know. The Titans haven't looked good lately, but they're still six and three. Still got Derrick Henry. Still like the Titans, I guess. But I'm going to go Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to throw a curveball for this game. I'm going to go Titans. Jeez. I think I, I do think the Ravens will win, but I don't think they're going to win by six and a half. Um, Fair I point. mean, Titans look bad. The Ravens look bad. It's just a lot of badness going on right now, if I had to say so myself. What I'm thinking right now is the Ravens defense, another huge defense for Henry to go up against, which I feel like we're saying this every week. And then the Titans defense, I mean, I feel like the Ravens against a bad defense, like they can just do whatever they want to them. And I mean, yeah, winning by a touchdown, I could see it as total possibility. Um, I think so too. So next game we got, Bengals versus the Washington football team. Washington favored by one point. Burrow's going to win. He's finally going to get a win here. I think Alex Smith is going to play a great game. I hope he does. Just rooting for him. But Bengals to 
Yeah, Boyd. I mean, I got Bengals. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take this game as my bet on the farm game of the week. I'm going to bet on the Bengals to cover the spread, which the spread's by one. So I'm basically saying the Bengals will win this football game. So, I mean, the Bengals are a good football team. Washington, I mean, they're both not bad football teams, but I just think the Bengals have more firepower and more stardom than the Washington. So I'm going to take Bengals to win this game or tie, because either way, I'm covering the spread. Tie. Nice. So um, what I'm going to go with here is I'm going to go Washington, and because I like the front seven a lot, I feel like they'll be able to get the Burrow, and it's not not real sure if Mixon's going to be back or not. And Mixon, I mean, if I, I was looking at his fantasy stats today, he was considering trading him. Before he got hurt, he's having this one hell of a season. And Alex Smith has been playing, like, way better than we ever could, like, really expect. So, and I like I like Scary Terry against this Bengals defense. I'll, I'll take Washington minus one. Um, next game, we have the biggest spread of the week, Steelers against the Jags minus ten. You already know I'm going pit. I think I'm going to go pit, too. Jags would be like, oh, we almost beat the Packers. We can compete with these guys, and the Steelers are going to throw probably 400 yards on them. A couple tutties, too. I have Steelers covering by 10. Yeah. Uh, well, the last time the Steelers played a backup quarterback, they didn't fare so well. Wasn't that right, Joe? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just making sure. I'm just kidding. I'm taking the Steelers. This ain't no, so, this ain't no regular backup quarterback. Well, my my take for this game is the Jags are literally only relevant because of um, Robinson, and the Steelers have been playing just outstanding against great running backs this year. So, I gotta go Steelers. Um, next game, Lions Panthers, uh, minus one and a half. I think I'm gonna take the ah uh, shit. I don't really know. I'll let you guys talk about this one. See what you guys are thinking. I'm going to go Lions. Panthers don't have McCaffrey, and they, they're they not overall that great of a team without him. And Matt Matt Stanford, on the other end, is a bit, he's a good quarterback. And I think with Marvin Jones and Galladay should be back, I believe. I think they're tough. And Swift is playing really well, so I'm going to go Lions. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, Luke. I'm going to go Lions, too. Um, I saw today that McCaffrey will miss this week, and we saw how the Panthers played without McCaffrey last week. And, yeah, I'm just going to take my, my boy Stanford to light him up. Um, I think I think it's kind of fair to, like, rate how the Panthers did against, you know, such a good, like, Bucks team. But um, I think I will go Lions here, and it's because of what Luke said about DeAndre Swift. He's actually been playing really, really good lately, so – I mean, I, yeah, I'll go Lions and Stanford and the boys this week. Um, next game, we got Eagles-Browns, minus three to the Browns. I, yeah, I think got to go Browns here. Uh, Carson Wentz has the worst uh, quarterback rating in the league right now, I'm pretty sure. And the Browns are, are a six and three football team, so I think they can definitely pull out a three-point win against the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go Browns. Carson Wentz is just not a good quarterback right now. So I'm gonna go Browns. That run game's tough too. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to pick Browns here, but I think it will be a little bit of struggle at first. You know, the Eagles do have a good front four, and yeah. the Browns rely so heavy on that run game, you know. But I think the Browns will find a way. Like, they're just way too talented to have a close game to this Eagles team. Yeah, and I think Denzel Ward being on, like, the only weapon on the Eagles, Travis Fulgram, I think that will help out a lot of the Browns. Um, next game, we got Dolphins-Broncos, plus three and a half. I mean, minus three and a half to the Dolphins. I'm going to stick on this Dolphins wave. Um, I don't think Drew Locke's going to be able to pull this one out either. And, yeah, I, I think I got to ride with Tua. This is going to be my farm game, actually. I'm trying to get my farms back. I'm kind of down a couple right now. But we're going to go Dolphins winning this game because Drew Locke is just... – and Dolphins have a good uh, defense, and Drew Locke just doesn't play well against mediocre defenses, unless it's prevent defense. So I'm going to go to uh, follow the bouncing ball, like Jack likes to say, for Dolphins. Yeah, I'm probably going to follow the bouncing ball as well here. The Dolphins are on a wave. They're rolling. The Broncos are not on a wave, and they are not rolling. And <laughs> Locke, I mean, you know, we are a Drew Locke podcast, but Drew Locke's just not good against NFL defenses. So I'm going to take the Dolphins. We're pulling for him, but I think that's you. He's our boy, though. I don't think Drew Locke's, like, that bad. It's just, I mean, the Broncos are just dysfunctional right now. and <laughs> they, He's got weapons around he'll, him. He'll figure it out. Um, Jets Chargers next game, minus eight and a half. Um, Herbert just got a haircut, so maybe that's Fuck. the good luck like they need to start winning football games. But, um, shit, I mean. I mean, did the yeah the Jets almost beat the Patriots, so it's kind of like oh maybe they're onto some here. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go Chargers. Thing is with the Jets here, they got Flacco's still the quarterback, and Flacco likes to actually throw the ball deep, which I think it could be a good thing. I think the Chargers are gonna win this game, but the Jets are going to cover this eight and a half. But Chargers will win, and Herbert's going to get a win to stay with Burrow, so Jack can't talk any more shit about it. So I'm going Chargers winning, but Jets are going to be my pick for covering here. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you here, Luke. Hey, look, the Jets, uh, when they played the Patriots, looked really well with Flacco at the helm. But, yeah, I Chargers will win this game. Um, but the Jets will cover is my prediction here. All righty, next game we got Cowboys-Vikings. Vikings minus seven. And I think I'll I think I'll stick with the Vikings here, I think. But Cousins didn't look too bad last week and against pretty decent defense. And then Dalvin Cook, obviously, will probably carry them to a W this week. Yeah, I'm going Vikings. I didn't like that count of pretty decent defense. I'd say it's pretty elite defense, but – the Bears, but I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go Vikings. It's pretty elite. Yeah, I think I'm gonna hack. Yeah, I'm gonna go Vikings as well. Dalvin yep. Cook probably run for like 700 yards on this defense, something like that. And you know, Garrett Gilbert, the purple hoser, he's slinging it right now. But no, they're not gonna win. They're not gonna cover. So <laughs> we, I'm Vikings by seven. We are a purple hoser podcast, but we're not yeah. really sticking with our boys right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, here we go. Packers Colts. This is my farm game. I gotta take the Packers here one and a half because they're playing 
out. They're not playing in the weather of Green Bay. They're playing in a dome. I think the Colts. I mean, what the MVS had a huge game last week, and then I mean they still got Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams is a god. Uh, Packers just winning by one and a half. I gotta take them. And I think the Colts winning by that much against the Titans last week was kind of like a fluke. Because I don't know if you watched that game, but the Titans special teams was just so bad. They literally just gave yeah. the game to the Colts. So I'm going to go Packers as well with this one. Just It's Aaron Rodgers. Hard to bet against the guy. Yeah, it looks like we got another hat trick here. I'm going to go Packers as well. Um, the Colts defense is a solid defense. They've been good all year, but they're just not going to win. No. Um, next game, Chiefs-Raiders. I think this is a big divisional game because Raiders got them once this year ready. They are – the Chiefs are favored by seven. Um, I think I'm going to take the Raiders here on that plus seven spread. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll cover. Oh, you're betting against the wrong man, Joe. Patrick Mahomes, and they're coming off Wait, the no, bye. no. It's Sunday night. It's Sunday night. I'm taking I'm taking Mahomes. I I didn't realize it's, that. You got Sunday night, Pat, and they had a bye. Yeah, and it's Mahomes, Andy Reid, Tyree Kill, Clyde, Travis Kelsey, Tyron Matthew. It's Chiefs. I don't even think it's gonna be close. They beat them last time. The Raiders did too, and Mahomes ain't letting that happen again. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Um, the Chiefs are going to come out pissed off in this game, like primetime game. They lost to the Raiders last week. And there's been a lot of shit talking going on on Twitter. I saw about like through the Raiders and Chiefs. So I bet Mahomes will just absolutely annihilate them. I mean, the Raiders are a good team, but I bet the Chiefs win by seven or more. I'd say probably they win by like 10 or something. And, and Mahomes is going to start running away with this MVP trophy too. All right, and our last game we got is Rams Bucks. I think this actually could turn out to be like a decent game, but on Monday night, minus four spread. I think I got to go with the Bucks here just because I think they're showing like who they are. I mean, it's yeah, even if Jalen Ramsey closed down half the field, you still have two pro bowlers on the other side, so it's not really fair there. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bucks too. I mean. Because Bucks have an offense and a defense, Ravens only have, or Rams, excuse me, only have the defense. I think Bucks, Tom Brady on Monday night. Yeah, I agree, with you guys here, but I do think this is actually gonna be like a great football game. Um, two of the better NFL right now. The Rams are looking good. Bucks are looking good. But you know, I'm I'm gonna take the Rams in this game. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll lose by probably like three. I could see like a 27, 24, or 21 score. So I'm gonna take the Rams to cover in this game. All righty, that, that wraps it up for week 11 picks. Um, you want to hop into our draft this week? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, who's got the first pick this week? I do, I believe. Yeah, I think Luke's got one, I got two, and Joey's got three. All right, I got three. All right. Yeah. With the first pick, did you say what it was? It was uh, oh yeah, my bad. This is this week's uh, category is the biggest babies in sports. I think this first one is pretty solid. We're gonna go LeBron James. Yeah, that's that's fair. He's not like a a baby. He just likes to complain to the refs a lot. So I'm gonna go LeBron number one. 
Yeah, I kind of had a toss-up for the one-two, actually. I guess the second guy kind of falls into my lap here. So, with the second overall pick, I'm going to go with Odell Beckham. You know, as we all know, Odell just has to find something to complain about and to be unhappy about, and he really enjoys showing everybody that he's unhappy. So, I'm going to go Odell with my pick here. Yeah, and that is a great pick. Like, I was talking about this last Sunday. It's one of them pre-Madonna wide receivers. But uh, what you fucked up on, Jack, was I just got the biggest baby of literally all time. And I this, know you're taking. This this pick was – I mean, this draft was centered around this man on his own, and thank you for giving him to me. But Antonio Brown is my first pick. He's number and two. I'm going to just go ahead and win the draft right here. I mean, his name's literally Big Baby Davis. Glenn Davis, second pick on the turnaround. I don't really – I mean, I don't really have to back this up, but I'm going to anyway. KG uh, the biggest bitch in all sports. Um, he literally fucked his whole entire career single handedly. So, um, welcome to welcome to the squad. That big baby Davis one with the when Kevin Garnett said something to him and he cried. Yep, that's that's <laughs> just that's that's Kevin a- that's Kevin Garnett a- for it. He's just... <laughs> yeah, AB was number two on my list, and I was talking to Ricky, and Rick goes, "I don't think anyone's gonna think about it. I think you can get him the second round." It, does Derek know who I am? No, he's he literally said your name too. He goes, I don't know if Joey's gonna Joey's gonna know him. I don't know if he can take it right away. I'm like, Why, I, uh, we'll if go. I had the first pick, I would have took him. Me and me and Derek need to talk because his fantasy, <laughs> like with him in our fantasy league and everything, he's just been pissing you off lately. <laughs> All right, my bad, Jack. Go ahead, Jackson. I mean, that, that was kind of some big dick energy right there, Joe, just already calling game after the first two picks. But yeah. We got a lot of draft left to go. Uh, with a third pick here, I'm going to go with also just a big complainer. I mean, some people love him, some people hate him, but I'm going to go with Bryce Harper. Um, yeah, for my I thought you guys were going to pick him. I um, Bryce, Bryce Harper. He, like, he'll strike out, he'll go to the dugout crying. Like, the, the, there's a reason fans talk shit to him nonstop because it literally gets inside his head and – I mean, he's making what? Like, he signed, like, a $300 million deal. You should be good enough to not – you should be used to having shit talking to you. Yeah. But I'm going to take Bryce Harper with my second pick. Uh, quick thing on Bryce Harper. I just love how he gets traded from the Nationals, and then the very next year, like, they win a World Series. Like, that's just – In the press conference, he said something, too. Um, when he first got to the Phillies, he goes, yeah, we're going to bring bring him back to – DC or something like that on accident, and he never corrected him. He didn't yeah. even realize he said it. Yeah. All right, with my pick on the turn, mm-hmm. we're going four um, rounds. Yeah, yeah, four. I'm gonna go with Kyle Lowry. I think he's just like LeBron. Just loves the bitching and playing about everything, and he's not LeBron's status. So I don't know if he really has the respect to do that yet. But will Lowry. Yeah. That's true. That's a good pick. Like, literally every foul called on Kyle Lowry, he has to throw his hands oh, up in the air 100%. and start This one is a little bit of a sleeper pick. I don't know if you guys watch any tennis, but Federer. Serena, Serena Williams. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that one where the ref says something about, like, I don't know if his equipment what was wrong. She just went over there and was basically crying, talking to him. And just, like, saying how it's not fair. So, it's, like, just throwing a fit. I'm going to go Serena Williams. Um, I got a, I got a quick take on um, Kyle Lowry. Um, just 
forewarning out there. I am a Kyle Lowry guy just because I think he's a bulldog. And I just I just like the passion he plays at the game. He does he does cry a lot, but I mean he's an NBA player, so I mean I feel like every NBA player could be on this damn list. No, literally I think my whole entire list is NBA players right now, except for like two people. Yeah. Yeah, A B, I mean yeah, so looks like I'm up here. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the NBA trend going here, as you were saying, Joe. Uh, this guy's notorious for kicking people in the dick. So <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Draymond Green. Um, I mean, I, I mean, we, we, we all know Draymond. He's just, if he doesn't get his way, he's gonna start some cheap shot shit. And yeah, I'm just gonna go Draymond with my third pick here. I love Draymond, but me too. I, I have his jersey. <laughs> All right, I got two here. Um, I'm gonna go Christian Leitner. Um, I think you guys have all seen that thirty for thirty. I mean, people hate yeah. him because he's literally a bitch. I mean, they, he's good, but I mean, so are like all these guys. He's, he's a dog in college. Um, then my next pick, I got a lot of dudes on this list still that I could go with, but I think I'm gonna go Alex Rodriguez, like. I, I was just thinking of baseball players that just pissed me off and, like, just loved a bitch about just everything. And A-Rod was one – other than Bryce Harper, like, I feel like he's – I don't know. I just fucking hate A-Rod. All right. Looks like – I'm kind of torn between a couple. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Luke's boy here, as we were talking about earlier in the podcast. I'm going to go with uh, Cameron Newton, <laughs> as known as Cam Newton. Great no, pick. Like, Great pick. Shit was like we're talking man. about like we're talking about that even after the Super Bowl, he was just like bitching about everything, just like didn't obviously you'd be pissed off, but like towards the end of his um towards the end of his Panthers career, like shit just wasn't going his way. He wasn't the same Cam Newton. He was just complaining, like wasn't just didn't look like he had any love for the game. He just wasn't trying anymore. So I'm gonna go Cam Newton with my fourth pick here to wrap it up. Great pick. I'm I'm going to stick on the trend of NBA players. And I'm going to go Chris Paul. I I like Chris Paul, but he's just like LeBron. Just like, like, he just, they just think they're so high and they got to complain about every call. And that's what, I just don't like that about him. But I like Chris Paul and everything, but he complains about everything as well. All righty. Um, should we talk about the people we missed? Or should we? Say, yeah, um, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, um, people we missed Demarcus Cousins, yeah, he was that was one Kevin Durant. I had um, I had Paul Pierce on my yeah, list, he's on my list yeah. too. I, I had Paul Pierce, I, I also had a couple football guys. Um, both, I mean, if you're picking a football guy, you either got to go usually a wide receiver or corner. So, I had actually Richard Sherman and Josh Norman on my list. I mean, they Norman. do talk a lot of shit, Norman's but, like, if shit's one. not going their way, they're just crying about it. I think Jalen Ramsey's the same way, kind of. Yeah. I think Ramsey just always talks shit. I don't know if he's much, really much of a crybaby. He just talks shit, and he's just to do it. I think he's going to do it if he's playing bad. But I have a real big sleeper. I don't know if you guys know Adam Morrison. Yeah, Arizona. How Gonzaga. Or, yeah, fuck. I always mix them schools. How – he they lost that they got upset in that uh, NCAA tournament and he just sat at half court and just like 
cried for a long time. I know they lost, <laughs> but he just sat there like for a while and just, like wouldn't leave the court. Um, he he was gonna be my last pick, but I didn't know if anybody would know who that is watching. <laughs> I also have Russell Westbrook, partly because I fucking hate Russell Westbrook. You just don't like him. <laughs> I, I think he is, baby. Grayson Allen sometimes. Oh, Grayson Allen's a great pick. And Lance Stevenson. Lance. <laughs> All right, so let's see who won here. Um, Blue can start us off. I had LeBron, Serena Williams, Kyle Lowry, and Chris Paul. Okay. I had OBJ, Bryce Harper, Draymond Green, and Cam Newton. Um, I had Antonio Brown, Christian Leitner, A-Rod, and Big Baby Davis. Hmm. I'll start it off. I'm going to go... Jack, I didn't like your Cam Newton pick. I honestly didn't like it. That's just a biased but, opinion. But I didn't like Joey's Leitner pick because I think Leitner was just a good, like a good basketball player. He was an People absolute crybaby. People just didn't like him because he was good at basketball. No, he, well, and because he's a total dickhead. Like, yeah, I don't know if he cried. No, he definitely like, did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Jack. It's kind of sus. Uh, you called your, your you you put yourself in a hole and you call your shot right away. That is true. I mean, like the first two picks were strong, Joe, but you kind of dropped off Mount I Everest. I think those There's last two. No were way. Strong. How? Yeah. Rod and That's just not good picks. I'm I just... think wow. AB was great. Big Baby Davis was good, and then Leitner was average. And then I don't like the A Rod pick as much. All right, well, I mean, with talking all that shit, Joe, I'm probably going to give my vote to you. So, you got one vote for yourself here. There you go, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, well, shit, I can't win it now. So, I have to pick between Luke and Jack, don't I? All right. Yep. uh, Luke, give it to me. Who's on your squad? I have LeBron, Kyle Lowry, Serena Williams, and Chris Paul. And, and then I have OBJ, Bryce Harper, Draymond Green, and Cam Newton. Oh, Jack by 100%. No offense, Luke, but um, <laughs> you named off, like, three of my favorite basketball players, which, I mean, it's biased, but, like, I think Jack with Odell, who is literally, like, I'm pretty sure he cries tears every time he gets his way. <laughs> every time and he then, struggles. Like, when Jack had the take about this guy's notorious for kicking people in the nuts, Draymond, and, like, I mean, as soon as he named off them two names, I'm like, I, I think I got to give it to Jack. So. I didn't know. The thing was, I had my order was literally LeBron, A.B. Odell. So, like, those in that order. And that's how it went. But um, Do fine. we want to talk about the NBA draft a little bit? Yeah, might as well wrap yeah. it up with football. I, I, got, I got some stuff to talk about as a Bulls fan right now. I'm gonna, I'll, let me go first. Let me go first. Yeah, number one off the board, Anthony Edwards from Georgia. You know, I, Anthony Edwards is a great pick. I love, like, I love, I would have rather had Lamelo just because we already have D'Lo and Cat to score, and Edwards is another scorer. I wish we got Lamelo to create, but the trade we just got with uh, the the Thunder, I mean, we're getting, I, I, I don't know if it's through yet, but we're getting Rubio back to create for us, and then, you know, we got, um, we gave him, we got rid of our 17th pick, we get 28 and 30 if it. Or twenty eight and something like that. I don't even know. So I mean, we get it back. 
if the if it happens. But yeah, I liked it. I'm good with Edwards. Good solid scorer. Obviously, I wouldn't. I would not gonna be mad about Lamelo Ball or Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I do think actually Edwards is probably the best person, best player in the draft. Yeah, I think Lamelo has more potential and has the better, you know, like yeah, the wing and the height. I think but I think Melo would have fit Ed- our team better, but I like Edwards though. Edwards Ed- Edwards will be a stud. I mean, you, yeah. you, you can't go wrong with either one. Yeah. Well, I guess while we're talking about it, let's talk about the Bulls. I guess. Well, just oh. just one sec, Jack. Just one sec. We'll we'll okay. get through these two guys real quick. James Wiseman at two. I think we all knew that was coming. Then Lamelo to Charlotte. We got the Lavar versus Jordan is finally happening. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. It's it's gonna be real fun at practice in Charlotte. Lavar's gonna Lavar's gonna bully him. Yeah, watch Lavar become an assistant coach. Uh, well, all right, let's recap. <laughs> all right, all right, Jack. Hey, all right, number stop four to our Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Patrick Williams out of the cheap seats. The Bulls pick Patrick Williams. Here, Jack. Yeah, I mean. Looking at this pick, or just being a college basketball player, you're like, hey, I'm coming off the bench. I'm not going to get picked fourth overall. But no, I guess if your name's Patrick Williams, you cannot even start in college fucking basketball and get picked fourth overall. Sixth man of the year, Jack, in the ACC. Come on now. He scored nine points, Luke. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, and then they like they listed him as position. They just said athlete. Like, what the fuck is yeah. that supposed to mean? <laughs> like... Literally, the Bulls could have went with Obi Toppin, you know, an athletic freak. They could have went with that Denny guy um, uh, from, I think he wears, he's from overseas somewhere. He's like a 6'9 small four. Like oh, they said, he, he was Israel. Yeah. He just said he could be a gem in the draft. Like he's just, the, he's just a pure scorer. The two like, guys yeah. after him, after the Bulls picks, would have been great picks, I think. Yeah. Um, we can actually go to that. A Coral from Auburn, I think was an insane Good. pick. Great pick. Um, this Hawks pick, I love. Then Lamelo Ball's teammate from Chino Hills. I mean, do you guys remember being like freshman in high school? Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but our school watched Chino Hills every single time, like uh, courtside or like it, or Ball's life. Anytime they drop, it's just weird to think like they're in the NBA now. Like, I think that pick is gonna. That's such a good pick because he's kind of like a band player. Yeah. So he's kind of been. That's and then you already pick. have Trey Young. You have Kevin Huter. You got Collins. They got Hunter. I uh, from last. I think that's a great pick. They're on the rise. The Hawks are. Yeah, because he's really he's a pick. really good. I think it's a really good pick. Yeah, I got to give a shout to my boy though, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, going from Iowa State. As you guys, if you guys don't know, I, point I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Thanks. Uh, well, now you know. But yeah, he went twelfth to the Kings, which I mean, him and the Fox, him and Fox in the backcourt could be pretty deadly. I know they do have. I'm pretty sure they still have Buddy, but just learning, obviously learning behind Fox. Um, I thought Tyrese would actually go higher if he came to the Bulls. I know we're kind of guard loaded right now, but he came to the Bulls. I definitely would not have been mad. But yeah, Tyrese, I think that was a steal for twelve actually for the Kings. Yeah, um, I think the steal of the draft actually was that guy we were talking about from Israel, uh, Denny. Like, I wanted the Bulls to actually get him. Get, they were saying how he started playing professional basketball when he's 16. I think so did Luca, And, like, I mean, he could just do it all is pretty much what they are saying. Like, they're like when they are saying what he was good at, they literally just named off every single thing like a basketball player would ever want to be. And – 
I thought the Bulls at small forward position, I figured they were going to get rid of Otto Porter Jr. anyway, and I don't know. I, I would have liked that pick, but, of course, the Bulls just pulled – they shrewded it is what I would like to say. They shrewded it. I think yeah. we're only 21 picks in, like, as of this podcast, but the 20th and 21st pick right now with the Heat got Precious Achua from Memphis. I thought that was a great yeah. pick. He's a defensive guy. He's going to get after it. He doesn't care about scoring as much. And then the Sixers getting Tyrese Maxey from Kentucky. You've seen the last couple guys that came out of Kentucky with Jamal Murray and um, Tyler Hero. I think Maxey's like oh, not just, just like him, but he's – Exactly. Shy. I mean, I think Maxey's a guard out of Kentucky. I think he's a, that's a great pick for the Sixers. Yeah, I he's agree. A dog I'm... in college. I think Precious fits that system well. I mean, if you look at Miami now, it's just a bunch of dogs just getting after it on the court, like dying for loose. Like, they're just leaving everything they have on the court. So, Precious will definitely – he's an athletic freak. He's his jack. He's got he's got so much bounds. But I think I think that's going to wrap it up, boys, isn't it? I mean, like, unless Cole Anthony, I mean, he was star in college, star in high school. I mean, he went to Orlando, which is really going to be shitty for his career. But <laughs> – <laughs> Uh, hopefully it's trade a different team. I actually like Cole Anthony. Then shout out to Nico Mannon. Hopefully he gets drafted somewhere nice because Ginger Nation's got to rise. Um, <laughs> we need somebody in the NBA to like rep. So I mean, yeah, you had Scalabrini. Well, yeah, which is not even fair to other hair colors because we had Scal. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that probably does wrap it up. I mean, you guys got any last words? That's all I got. Go Timberwolves. <laughs> not our year yet, but it's coming. It's coming. You guys wait. I got nothing. Just stay tuned for next week. You know, probably another banger per usual, but <laughs> per usual. if you are, I just got one word. If you are a fan of a Chicago sports team, I feel for you, man. It's been a tough week, but you know what? <laughs> You got to go through valleys, get your peaks. And here we are in the valley. <laughs> this valley has been, this valley has been, they've been down there for a while now. But hey, I can't be speaking, I can't really be talking either. I mean, we've been in, my teams have been in the valley for a long time as well, too. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, alrighty. Well, we'll see you guys next Wednesday night. Stay tuned for next episode of Two Birds, One.